0: Welcome to a brief chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday. It's the 17th of July 2020. We'll get to today's poetry in just a moment. First, let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Collective Day Planner. You can get yours at slingshotcollective.org. This day in 1979, the Nicaraguan dictator Somoza resigned and fled to Miami, because we'll always take in a dictator. There was a coup by the military in Bolivia this day in 1980, and on this day in 2014, Eric Garner was killed during his arrest in New York by police, Uh, the origin of the phrase, I can't breathe, which of course has come back once again to dominate our national discourse and probably result in very little changes in policing, if we're all being honest. Today, I want to play you some poems by a poet I just really, really love named Etheridge Knight. Just going to give you a little information about him from poets.org. He was Uh, Born on April 19th, 1931 in Corinth, Mississippi, he dropped out of school at the age of 16 as soon as he was old enough to join the army. From 47 to 51, he was in the army in Korea. He returned with a wound that uh, caused him to fall into drug addiction, a drug addiction that had begun when he was in the army. In 1960, he was arrested for robbery and sentenced to eight years in the Indiana State Prison. And during that time, he began writing poetry. Um, He was also married to Sonia Sanchez, another leading light Uh, in the poetry movement of the US. I think Etheridge Knight is just a fabulous poet, uh, just a voice and uh, a thinker uh, whose work I really, really love and respect. So I just wanted to play you a few poems by Etheridge Knight for this Friday. And I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a hard time kind of getting up and going. That's why this is going out later (laughs) than normal. I've been up since six o'clock this morning, but uh, just haven't been able to get my get up and going going anywhere. In any case, here's Etheridge Knight.
1: I started making up this poem when I was in solitary one time. After being called by a number for five years, 30,562, I was beginning to forget who I was. The Idea of Ancestry. Taped to the wall of my cell are 47 pictures, 47 black faces, my father, mother, grandmothers, one dead, grandfathers, both dead, Brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, cousins, first and second, nieces and nephews. They stare across the space at me, sprawling on my bunk. I know their dark eyes, they know mine. I know their style, they know mine. I am all of them, they are all of me. They are farmers, I am a thief. I am me, they are thee. I have at one time or another been in love with my mother, one grandmother, two sisters, two aunts, one went to the asylum, and five cousins. I am now in love with a seven-year-old niece. She sends me letters written in large block print, and her picture is the only one that smiles at me. I have the same name as one grandfather, three cousins, three nephews, and one uncle. The uncle disappeared when he was 15, just took off and caught a freight, they say. He's discussed each year when the family has a reunion. He causes uneasiness in the clan. He is an empty space. My father's mother, who is 93 and who keeps the family Bible with everybody's birth dates and death dates in it, always mentions him. There's no place in her Bible for whereabouts unknown. Each fall, the graves of my grandfathers call me. The brown hills and red gullies of Mississippi send out their electric messages, galvanizing my genes. Last year, like a Simon quitting the cold ocean, leaping and bucking up his birth stream, I hitchhiked my way from L.A. with 16 caps in my pocket and a monkey on my back. And I almost kicked it with the kinfolk. I walked barefooted in my grandmother's backyard. I smelled the old land and the woods. I sipped corn whiskey from fruit jars with the men. I flirted with the women. I had a ball till the caps ran out and my habit came down. That night, I looked at my grandmother and split. My guts were screaming for junk, but I was almost contented. I had almost caught up with me. The next day in Memphis, I cracked a crocus crib for a fix. This year, there is a gray stone wall damming my stream, and when the falling leaves stir my jeans, I pace my cell or flop on my bunk and stare at 47 black faces across the space. I am all of them, they are all of me. I am me, they are thee, and I have no sons to float in the space between.
2: Dark Prophecy, I Sing of Shine Uh, This is, this poem is out of uh, a black male oral tradition. Uh, Very few of these poems have been published until recently. They're like folk poems, uh, uh, folk songs, until like seven years ago none of them had been published and, and, and like uh, uh, folk tales and things they usually deal with personified uh, animals uh, uh, catastrophes uh, anyway th- this particular one has to do with shining, the sinking of the Titanic And yeah, brothers, while white America sings about the unsinkable Molly Brown who was hustling the Titanic when it went down, I sing to thee of Shine, the stoker who was free enough to flee the fucking ship and let the white folks drown with screams on their lips, jumped his black ass in the dark sea, Shine did, broke free from the straining steel. Yeah, I sing of Shine and how the millionaire banker ran on the deck and pulled from his pockets a million-dollar check, saying, Shine, Shine, save poor me, and I'll give you all the money a black boy needs. And how Shine looked at the money and then at the sea and said, Jump in, motherfucker, and swim like me. And Shine swam on. And Shine swam on. And how the banker's daughter ran naked on the deck with her pink tits trembling and her pants round her neck saying, Shine, Shine, save poor me. And I'll give you all the pussy a black boy needs. And I Shine said, now pussy's good. And that's no jab, But you got to swim, not fuck, to stay alive. And Shine swam on. And Shine swam on. And how Shine swam past the preacher floating on a board, crying, save me, nigga, shine in the name of the Lord. And how the preacher grabbed Shine's arm and broke his stroke. And Shine pulled his shank and cut the preacher's throat. And Shine swam on. And Shine swam on. And when the news hit shore that the Titanic had sunk, Shine was up in Harlem, damn near drunk. <laughs>
1: This this next one, I call it my fun poem, although it really ain't too funny. But it's, it's a fact that in prison, in the springtime, the escape rate goes up. When the flowers and birds start singing, the young guys start running off. And this warden I had evidently didn't understand biology. So he was upset. The warden said to me the other day, innocently I think, say Etheridge, why come the black boys don't run off like the white boys do? I lowered my jaw and scratched my head and said, innocently I think, well sir, I ain't for sure, but I reckon it's cause we ain't got nowhere to run to.
0: And that was poetry by the great Etheridge Knight. I highly recommend that you seek him out. There'll be links to more audio recordings by Etheridge in the show notes of this episode. Meanwhile, you can find all the previous episodes of A Brief Chat at abriefchat.com. You can find all the poetry episodes by clicking on Poetry Friday in the navigation bar. And you can become a member at abriefchat.com as well or at patreon.com abriefchat. If you are a member, you'll get an episode tomorrow. If not, I'll see you on Monday. I love you. A better world is possible, but we have so much work to do.